What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Tamara from ShelfEdition.com, and welcome to another special live episode. We're here live today reviewing and recapping the latest episode of The Walking Dead Season 8. Whether you're listening live via Shelf Addiction or Spreaker, leave us a comment. We would love to hear your thoughts on last night's episode. If you enjoy live episodes, go ahead and share this on Twitter right now. Show your support by rating the podcast and leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or your listening app of choice. Joining me today is PCS co-host, fellow TV junkie, and indie author, Lisa Orban. If you're listening to this episode after we're off the air, you can still leave a comment. You can also find me on Twitter at Shelf Addiction. You can also find Lisa on Twitter at Lisa Orban Author. If you'd like to email in feedback or questions, feel free to reach out to me at info at shelfaddiction.com or leave an internet voice message via SpeakPipe. The link is below in the show notes. Hey, Lisa. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, camera. Oh, thank you. <laughs> It was a rough one after being off for four days. I know. It was, man, getting up this morning, God, it was hard. God, it was hard. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, even last night, I didn't go to bed on time because I watched last night's episode, and then I stayed up and watched um, The Talking Dead, which usually I don't do, but there was some information I wanted to get off of there, and then after that went off, I'm like, well, now what? I wasn't tired. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I stayed up later, which made it harder for me to get up. So that wasn't fun. So, yeah, fun stuff. I'll tell you what, across my face, across my Facebook page this morning, a whole bunch of people were like, oh, my God, I overslept this morning. Heard if I was two hours late for work. <laughs> oh, that's They're the worst. Like, I know. It's like, I don't know what happened. Oh. You know, but it was like. And everyone, you know, um, trying to get laid enough for school this morning, and he just kept going back to sleep. I'm like, dude, you gotta come on, we gotta go to school, we gotta mm-hmm. go, you know, we know this, you know, the routine. It was oh just, oh my gosh, and he's been on school since Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah, nobody was feeling it this morning. <laughs> no, I mean, after a weekend of debauchery, you know, eating and drinking and sleeping and whatever, shopping, no one wants oh, to yeah. go to work or school today <laughs> i know you know i kind of just think we should shut everything down over the winter time everyone should just hibernate <laughs> you know everybody just shop all of the food that you need you oh. know the week before thanksgiving and then just don't leave your house again until like january or something <laughs> oh my I gosh be okay with that. 
you know, I almost would rather things shut down in January when the winter gets the worst, but you know. Yeah, there's that. There yeah. All right. So before we jump into the episode, I thought we could talk a little bit about um, what they revealed on the Talking Dead before we yes. jumped in. Yes. Um, there, there is going to be a character that's going to jump episodes. Yeah. Can you guess who it is? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. When I saw it, look, when they were showing the, the little television and whoever it was was going to pop up on the television, I was like, who? I was actually worried. I'm like, who is it going to be to go to that awful show? Who is it? And then Morgan's character, the character of Morgan. Oh. Yes. Yeah, he, now he says he's excited about it. Lies. And, they told course, him to say that. You know, but of course, you kind of have to, whether you are excited or not. Exactly. Now, and, and when they were when they were talking about it, they seem, they did not outright say, but they did seem to heavily imply that Morgan will be going back and forth between the shows, and he will be finishing out the season with The Walking Dead. Yeah. So, and now, and, and I guess, they said that The Walking Dead is now taking place in Texas, which is not technically all that far from where they're at. No. Because let me think, where where is this? Is, are they still in Georgia? They're still in Georgia, right? Um, Fear the Walking Dead group? Or the no, Walking no, no, the, the Walking Dead. No, I feel like they left Georgia and they were, I feel like they're in Virginia or something. Why is that ringing a bell to me? They're not in Georgia anymore. Because remember when okay. um, Negan was putting the, the nasty, you know, blood and stuff on him and he was talking about, oh, mm-hmm. you're about to put this on your body. And he's like, yeah, we're from Georgia. We, we've done this. So. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but even still, I mean, it's still not that far from Texas. I mean, in good road conditions, you know, you can make it there in about six hours. So, in but you theory... Know, I wonder if that has something to do with that helicopter. Like, okay, maybe we'll just scoop you up and take you to Texas because we need you for something or... Right. Something. You know, or... well, cause, And we know that Morgan's kind of off on his own right now. Um... And I mean, he's still kind of a part of the group, but he's he's kind of wandering off on his own at this point. So it is possible that he could run into the helicopter people, yeah, and yeah, go with them. But, you know, Morgan has done that before. He's been gone for several seasons, and he'll show back up. You know, right? Reinvented. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, and I, I think he's really the, he's really the only character they've consistently done that with where you know because he was in the very first season and in the very first episode you know and then he was gone for a while and then he came back in what second season i think it was briefly and then we didn't see him for like a couple more seasons and then you know he came back again and so and i think he is the only character they've ever really done that to yeah and i hope for his sake because i mean like i was telling you via text earlier I really feel like they are leveraging the characters that people like from this show, like Morgan and general people like him uh-huh. to try to boost the ratings on fear of the walking dead, because it's, I think it's struggling. Um, it's not to the par of the walking dead and people say that and they know that. And I feel like the viewership has dropped. So I think they're trying to give it like a, a buzz, you know, like a little jolt. Yeah. <laughs> by doing well, this and it might it, work it might temporarily but 
I don't know. I, I think part of it is, and this is this has been my thing about you know Fear of the Walking Dead. They don't have any likable characters except the heroin addict. <laughs> right. And yeah. you know you can't really hang a show on a heroin addict. True. <laughs> and I don't even know. And I don't know if he has cleaned up or not. And I haven't watched it for, since the first season. But I, I just. I can't get behind any of those characters. I don't find anything about any of them endearing. Or, I, I, and I, I never got invested in the characters like, you know, like Daryl. You know, if Daryl was to die, I, I wasn't, you know, I'm invested in him. I cried when the tiger died. Why? Because I was invested in the tiger. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're right. None of those characters, and I've watched it, I've, I've caught up, I believe. I'm not sure. I, I think I've caught up because I ended up binging it after it was off for a while. And I do feel like it's gotten a little bit better, but I do feel exactly what you're saying because if any of those characters died, which some of them did, I was like, meh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, you just, I, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just that the characters are more abrasive or, you know, and it's, and it's not even that it's a, that it's a spinoff because I was to tell you, I mean, I was excited about this. I thought, Oh, this will be cool to see it from a different point of view, uh, you know, from the other side of the country. This will, you know, this is going to be awesome yeah. because in my head, I have the walking dead, you know, West coast version, I guess. And, and that was not it. These characters did not, they didn't appeal to me. They were, I don't know. They were whiny and they were shifty. And, and I, I didn't, I really didn't care for their motivations. And they were, I think the worst part for me for these characters were they were so very inconsistent. Mm. All of them, again, except for the heroin addict. Well, I think the mother is pretty consistent. She is like the Walking's Dead, uh, their version of Carol. Like, she is cold. I mean, like, she loves her kids, but she will stab somebody in the face and be like, ask questions later. Yeah, like she I think she's one of the characters I actually somewhat like and the heroin addict guy Mm -hmm. he's kind of getting on my nerves and I kind of don't like him at all and I mean a lot of the characters I don't care for so maybe moving Morgan there will help the maybe it will help maybe not and you know and I might you know once they move Morgan over I might try and check it out just to see what Morgan's doing because I do like him yeah so but I just, I don't know. I, I don't know why The Walking Dead is so good and, and The Talking Dead is so bad. It, there's just something. Well, I honestly feel like they them. represented it to me because I feel like when it first came out, I was under the inception, um, understanding that we would understand what, what started this, how, mm-hmm. you know, I thought it was going to go a different kind of way, not another following people around type thing but you know kind of like let's delve into this and why it started and maybe we would even go a little bit Mm -hmm. further back in time but instead it seems like that starting point is the same starting point as rick was in season one right right yeah (laughs) so it didn't go back any further right and and i was was, and i'm with you on that too because i was given that impression as well when they first were presenting it was that we would have, we would understand, like, 
where the outbreak even started. And, yeah. and they don't even really give that. You know, everything's very convoluted and, you know, the, you know, the, the military does show up and stuff. But I, I think I would have liked it a lot better if they had been, you know, if it had been like, um, like a branch to the CDC or something, you know, yeah. and it was a group of their survivors and, yeah. you know, have, you know, they had encountered this and this is what was happening and, and so on and so forth. I think that actually would have been a better take on it, but you know, I don't yeah. know. It was just, I didn't like it. <laughs> well, you know, I know one thing, you know, I hate to poo poo all over that show, but I really hope that the actor that plays Morgan has made, you know, made himself secure in the walking dead so that when mm-hmm. it fails, if it fails, he is able to just slide back over to the walking dead without any issues because it might not do what they think it will do. So, and again, with Morgan's character, that's easy enough to do because Morgan's not really, I mean, he's part of the show, but he's not part of the group. Well, he has been the last what two seasons. He's been in since season five. He's been there, but he's, he is not, he still is not, always kind of kept himself at a, at a distance yeah. you know what I mean you know he yeah. was just as easy with the group at Alexander as he was with the group at um the kingdom and you know so he's he's not really part I mean he's with Rick's group and he is Rick's friend but he is not he's not like Michonne he's not like Carol even you know he's not you know Daryl who is invested and and a integral part you know if if daryl was to leave you know when daryl did leave and was captured by the saviors you know there was an obvious hole in their group you know when you know glenn died there was an obvious hole in their group you know morgan takes off and everyone's like yeah he'll be back yeah 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 so yeah so he's one of those characters that they could easily take him out and put him back in without any issue and and I kind of think that might be why they picked Morgan to do the crossover because he can come and go so easily yeah that's such a huge way to figure out how he's going to get there so hopefully they don't do something dumb and it makes sense right like make it make sense Mm -hmm. Um, well we got the helicopter so you know maybe maybe he's going to hitch a ride (laughs) maybe alright so last night's episode episode 6 the king the widow and Rick well, uh, uh. <laughs> can I? I just before we start even on any of those three, I just want to giggle about Gregory for just a few minutes. <laughs> you you want to giggle with me? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was awesome when he was put in there. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, this is exactly what you deserve. I'm he so didn't see that coming. I don't know why he should have. <laughs> Yeah, and it was cracking me up as he's going, you know, traitors in your midst, people that don't have your back. You know, we can't trust these saviors. And I'm thinking, you do know what you just did. You yeah. do know what you just did, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you just gave her the idea to get rid of you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, because he was he was never about that settlement. It was all about him being protected and and kept safe and he needed those people to do that for him mm-hmm. you know it, it was not about him keeping them safe it was about them keeping him mm-hmm. and, and so you know he, and he's such a coward 
And he's just so slimy. He's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> he's the worst. Slime. Uh-huh. I mean... So, but, mm. and, and that look on his face when they're like, go on, get in, and he's like, ah! <laughs> in that scene where he's just looking all miserable <laughs> so I just, I just wanted to giggle about that. I mean and it was not this huge part of the show obviously but for me it was a really nice vindication <laughs> yeah yeah for sure because I'm, I've been thinking they have, they should have had this man locked up for a while mm-hmm. you know yeah but because he was not trustworthy. But yeah. anyway, so yeah. But since we're in- talking about the um, Maggie and them, what do you think about her um, her decision to, like, make that prison? I, do you think that was the, the thing to do? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing, it, it, and again, I, personally what my belief is, okay, because I do know not everyone with the Saviors is automatically a bad person. All right? They do have bad people among them. Then again, you know, all of their groups have had bad people among them as well. I would like to point out to Gregory as being one of them. Um, over at the, you know, in Alexandria, uh, the uh, the leader's son, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, The one he's dead now, but mm-hmm. he was not a good person. He was hoarding things, and he was deceitful, and, you know, he was a coward. So... Yeah. But, you, you know, know, let me just say this. And, you know, I always have to, like, stretch here and try to see what about what happens thinking the opposite way. You know, yeah. this compromise could easily go left real fast oh, yeah. and get very violent and people die. Right. She tries to do the right thing and they kill a bunch of people. Um, and and, and my, my thing is, is, I don't think all of those people should live either. I think that the holding you know, pen is a good idea for right now, but mm-hmm. I really think they should go through these guys. And obviously people know who is the good and the bad among them, because these saviors are ones that have been out among the community. And if you can point to one of them and go, he killed so-and-so and he did this and she did that, you know, those, they get executed. Mm-hmm. End of the discussion. Why? Because they did bad things. But and then you some get someone the saying, they're lying. They did that. They're just trying to lie. So you'll kill me. Then you got that. <laughs> right. Well, but I mean, we cut the, the one, the one blonde guy that's trying, who's been trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's had dealings with the kingdom. The kingdom knows who he is and he has just been a royal dick, you know, throughout their entire encounters and has caused a couple of deaths. So they know that about him. Should he be one of the survivors out of that out of that group? No, he should not. But there's others among them that never did anything wrong, mm-hmm. you know, per se. And I think that they should be able to be given a probation kind of thing. Yeah. And and you know, not let out until after this whole thing is said and done, yeah. obviously. Right. But but yeah, and, and again, it could very much go south, but for long term, they're going to have to do this anyway. When they get that group there, in a, you know, in, in, you know it, with the Savior's headquarters, when that place falls and they have all these people, they can't just kill them all. No, I mean, they could. but those people that are there, like, for example, these guys that were out, these were the fighters. The people they got yeah. were the fighters. They were not the workers. 
They were there for a reason. Right. But again, I mean, some of these, you know, but even some of the workers have, have been shown they're, they weren't bad people. They're just, this is the best of the, of, of a bad situation, you know, I guess. And they didn't try to go out of their way to hurt people or to, you know, to make lives miserable. So those, I think they should be given a second chance, but yeah. you know, as far as the ones that can be shown that were actively, you know, tormenting and harassing and killing, then yes, those, you know, that's it. They're done. So they're going to have to be doing, they're going to have to be doing the sorting anyway. And then even once they fall, you know, they do have the workers and they do have the warriors. The problem is, is they're all going to be mixed together. And how do you sort them out? You know, I don't know. But see, that's just the thing. You're making this like, okay, that's logical. But I don't think they have the bandwidth on this show to show that type of progress. I don't think they will have the the bandwidth to show that follow through. I don't. Oh, they don't have to show it. They can just, you know, they can have one episode and they can have all the trials off tape and go, oh, yeah, these are the survivors. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I don't know. know. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It, it is a it is a problem, but it is a problem they are going to have one way or the other. And I and now Maggie is saying that at the end of this, she's going to kill them. I don't think that that is going to outright happen. I think something is going to happen that's going to change her mind. And I, I think part of it's going to be, you know, the, the one guy who is using the rock to try and get himself free and the other guy knocked it out of his hand and says, haven't you gotten us in enough trouble already? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I think she will kill some people. I mean, I don't think oh, she's yeah. gonna be like, "Oh, you all die." But I think yeah. that something I mean, bad is gonna to happen. Deaths. Yes, there are going to be deaths. I, I don't disbelieve that. But I kind of think what's going to end up happening is there's going to be two factions that's going to end up inside that pen, and it's going to be those that are absolutely loyal to Negan, those who actually feel like they are Negan, and those that were just along for the ride because it was the best of the that they could figure out for themselves. Mm-hmm. It was better to be a warrior than it was to be a worker. And it was better to be with Negan than on their own. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I think they're going to divide themselves up. I think there's going to be something bad. And I think she is going to kill people, but I don't think it's going to be a wholesale slaughter where she just lines everyone up and kills them. I, I don't think even if Maggie says she can do it, I don't think she has it in her to do that. Hmm. You know, and because it is one thing to kill someone in the heat of battle, it is another thing to line people up and fire firing squad them. You know, that that's well, it's I mean, different. I I don't know. I guess we could go a whole different route with that, but I guess time will tell as far as that's concerned. Um, I just don't want well, to say that she I mean, has no she has limits because I feel like you put her in a situation where. You know, you can hurt her or her baby or, you know, Glenn's baby. You know, she's still angry about her husband. She's got all kind of ways. I mean, she don't put limits on her. She could do anything at this point. Well, like I said, I mean, it's not, you know, if they rebelled inside that pen and they somehow managed to to get out of there, you know, can I see Maggie picking up a gun and just shooting him down? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can see that happening. Can I see? see her taking them out of the pen one by one lining them up against the wall and shooting them one by one that I have a little bit harder of a time with um, and it's not to say that she couldn't but just to arbitrarily 
just decide everyone has to die. And again, it still goes back to the problem of when they, you know, they're back at, you know, at the Savior's headquarters, you know, at the sanctuary, you know, if they start wholesale slaughtering people there at Hilltop, then what's to say they can't wholesale yeah. slaughter there at the sanctuary? And, I, and, and I hear part- you. But I kind of think you're comparing apples to oranges as far as the types of people. The people that are at that camp are warriors. They are not the nobodies. The people that they would get after the fall are the nobodies. So they would treat them differently. Yeah. But you also have to think, if they can get get a couple of those saviors that to come over to their side, all right, they can then be used when when it comes to the sanctuary to get the workers to come over on their side hey they let us live we yeah. showed that we were trustworthy they they are people of their word and, and and that can make things go because right now negan is basically has it instilled in their head if they are if they are invaded you know by this other group they're all dead yeah negan is the only thing it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Standing between them and death. And if they can get these other guys from Hilltop to step up and say, hey, we're still alive. We're here voluntarily. You well, know, they'll let you live. We it know that she'll probably difference. get at least one guy out of it. The guy that knocked the brick out of his hand. If mm-hmm. nothing else, she'll get one person out of it. We know that. Right. Um, right. Uh, and it, like I said, I, I don't think I, I don't think that she is going to let all of them live. But I don't think she is going to engage in wholesale slaughter either. There's going to be a, an in-between there somewhere. You know. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right, so let's talk about someone else that had going stuff going on. So we talked about the widow. Mm-hmm. Shall we talk about Rick a little bit? Why is he so stupid? <laughs> well, I don't know because it's Rick, and it is apparently part of their plan. They know where he is going. Yeah, I don't know if, if they're planning on swinging through there and picking him back up, you know, or if they're planning on letting him sit there till you know after the battle if there's any time left. I really don't know. I don't know what the we don't know what the plan is. No, we they don't know. know what the plan is. I mean, because right now the plan is looking kind of dumb. I don't know. He might be like surprise, aha, jokes on you, which I'm hoping that w- that will be the case. But I mean, going somewhere knowing you're going to get locked up somewhere that doesn't seem like a great plan. No, it doesn't. But again, uh, you know they we. They haven't let us in on any of this plan. We are learning it as it is happening. So I can't, again, I can't say is Rick's plan a good idea or a bad idea because I don't know what the ultimate goal here is. 
you know, yeah. is it just for Rick to be in there as an inside person so that they can get the guns? Is it, you know, is there another plan or is it just things have gone terribly awry? Yeah. We don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think he was kind of, honestly, the look on his face when she said no to his proposal, I think he was slightly surprised, not like shocked, oh my God, how dare she reject me, but I feel like he didn't expect that exactly. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and, and like I said, so I I, I don't know. Um, but they are all apparently still more or less following the plan and mm-hmm. you know there have been acknowledging acknowledgements made that there have been losses in the kingdom specifically but they've all suffered them and um but they are still on track yeah they have not you know maggie having the prisoners the, the, the wholesale slaughter of the, the kingdom you know daryl going off on his own <laughs> you know daryl saves the day part of the <laughs> yes he does save the day yes they do yeah so i mean it is good it is good that michonne and and, and uh um what's her name took off together you know and, and met up with daryl and stuff and you know daryl was took him out with the tr- truck because if they had gotten the fat lady to you know to work like it was supposed to they could have saved the saviors yep they sure could have they would have drew um, them away yep but now there is nothing there and, and I am going to go a little bit because, you know, looking at the, the sneak peek for next week, mm-hmm. you know, it is um, Dwight setting down Eugene and basically saying, the saviors are over. You know it. I know it. Now, the question is, is which side do you want to be on? Do you want to stay on the losing side or do you want to switch back to the winning side? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, and, Eugene. And we, all, oh. <laughs> we all know Eugene is first and primary you know, is to save his own butt. So he is going to, he is like the prime example of a flip flopper. This dude will just do whatever needs to be done to keep his own hide safe. That is it. So, you know, and Dwight knows this. I mean, I mean, you know, he's met him and, but I mean, Eugene can do the math and he can see they are completely surrounded. They are running out of food. They are running out of water. All of their satellites are gone. Every plane that they've had to try and, get themselves out of here have failed they're screwed yeah period oh yeah um i mean a few of them might get out negan i'm pretty sure is probably going to escape because you know it's negan right but the the fact is is the saviors as a community they're done um so it's it is kind of interesting because at this point they the rest of the you know, the Alexandrians and everybody, they really don't have to do anything other than what they're doing right now, which is to keep sharpshooters around the doors. And every time someone opens them and tries to escape, shoot. Mm-hmm. They can, they don't have to, they literally can just let this, you know, until someone raises a white flag. They literally don't have to do anything else, which is what I'm kind of hoping they're going to do, but we all know they're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they could just turn this into a waiting game and they'll win a waiting game. Hands down. Yeah, for sure. As long as they can keep them penned up, that's all they have to do. Yeah. And so I don't know what the rest of the plan is. They're all supposed to apparently meet there. I'm hoping it's not to draw away the walkers. I'm hoping they're just going to wait them out and saying, all right, guys, this is your choice. Mm -hmm. You know, we will help you, 
if you surrender, but I would, honestly, if I was them, I'd wait another two weeks until these people were so weak they couldn't do anything. <laughs> then they won't have a so choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh you know, my gosh, well. Starvation is a wonderful motivator. Yeah, okay, it I'm is. Just saying. It, yeah, it definitely is. Um, speaking of starvation, man, Sadiq, he was just like cramming that water <laughs> and <laughs> slamming the water. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I like this new character, Sadiq. I like him so far. He's, he's an interesting character. And I like his take on, on the whole, why, why does he kill the walkers? Because he believes it releases their souls. Yeah. He's and, another Zen guy. Here we go. Zen, another yeah. one. <laughs> but but here I, I don't think he's but he's not the same as Morgan. Morgan has been Morgan was not a Zen guy. He he didn't have this that kind of an upbringing. He didn't have that kind of a centering. You know, it was it was something that came later. Whereas I, I think he, you know, um this the new guy, I think he's kind of you know, this has been kind of a lifelong philosophy. Type, type of thing that's just yeah. been extended, you know, to new rules in the, you know, yeah. post-apocalyptic society. Yeah, so he, well, I, he's I doing what his parents would think he should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know what I did hear about Sadiq is that in the comics, he is um, integral, like, in recruiting the all-female Oceanside community. So, nice. so he so has cool. a purpose if they use him like he is in the comics. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I, I like him. I, I, I think and it, I, I kind of like that moment with him and Carl when, you know, Carl's like, you know, he's like, yeah, my dad would not be happy with this. But sometimes we need to show them the way we need to show our parents the way. And I, I just I kind of like that moment between the two of them. Yeah, Carl Where, is like yeah. growing up like, you know, he's really yes. not as hot headed as he used to be. And he seems to. Mm-hmm. I think he's possibly moving into his own role there you know mm-hmm. as a potential as a leader. leader after the fact mm-hmm. so yeah he's he is growing up into a mature person who as much as he wants his dad's approval doesn't need it mm-hmm. and he's no longer fighting against you know that 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 adolescence rebellion thing he's he's past that you know this yeah. is not an adolescent you know rebellion kind of thing this is he looked at a situation and said the moral thing, the right thing to do is to come back and help Saeed. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it, it had nothing to do with, you know, sticking it to the man, so to speak. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, it was you know? like genuine and it was from the right place. And that is why he probably mm-hmm. found someone who was going to like stick with him because, Hey, you helped mm-hmm. me out despite what your dad wanted you to do. So he's going to be probably yeah. his Daryl well, or something. Who knows? And that would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, for Carl to have his own Daryl version. Yeah. <laughs> it would be cool, you actually. Know, you know, his second hand. And, and I think that's what they're kind of going for, too, because, you know, because Carl made the comment, you know, because Saeed said, um, you can leave. And Carl's like, no, you're my responsibility now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am bringing you into the group. And, 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 and he has formally, whether, he, whether Saeed realizes it or not, Carl has now formally invited him into the group by asking him the three questions. Yeah. You know, and so, and, and that was, and that was kind of a a big thing because, you know, Carl is acknowledging not only, you know, should I help this guy, 
but he wanted to make sure he was helping the right because he could have just left him the water and left. Yeah. You know, the food and water and left. Yeah. You know, with the depending on the answers. But the answers that he was given back were the right ones. And he went, all right, I am doing the right thing. I am bringing him with the, with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a community. Come with me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think, so, yeah, I think there's a really good chance that, that the new guy could could then become, you know, Carl's, you know, right-hand man, so to speak, yeah. um, with that kind of bond between the two of them, which I, I, I'm, I'm really interested to, to, to watch this this unfold over the next, you know, the rest of the season and stuff and see yeah, where it goes. Sure. I agree. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him. And, you know, it could go really, really cool. That could be good. I mean, if nothing mm-hmm. else, it's Carl, you know, showing himself as Maturity. a leader. If nothing else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. if we get more than that, then, you know, they can end up being like the next little, you know, Rick and... Duo. Yeah, the next <laughs> duo. So, I mean, I guess it just depends on how the audience reacts to this character and how the writers mm-hmm. decide to use him going forward. But, you know. Yeah. And... You know, and then of course we have King Ezekiel. Oh, poor King Ezekiel. He has lost it, man. He is yeah. lost. Yeah. But Carol comes in like a boss she oh, is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I, <laughs> I I love that moment where she's like, All right, you two, stand back and she brings up the gun and yep. puts his face. She's like, Door's not locked. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Although I do have to say, either way, her shooting that door would have been an awesome moment and maybe would have jarred King Ezekiel just a little bit. Right. <laughs> maybe had gotten him a little more motivated at that point. Maybe, because he would have thought that he had to fight or something. So maybe, yeah. Yeah. I And I do understand. I mean, it was when he was talking and he made the comment. He says, and there I said, you know, and he says, and I kept playing the part, you know, and and still I, and yet I smile, you know, he made the, you know, he re- reference back to that. And yet I smile mm-hmm. and, and he feels, you can just, I mean, you can see that that burden is crushing him at this point. You know, he, he didn't ever mean to be the king. He just became the king because that's what people needed. And now he, he is feeling so like he has betrayed his entire, you know, everyone. You know, yeah. his community, his people, and and that he is a failure, and, and I, I think he just he feels like he can't lead them anymore because of how badly things went. Right. So, um, but I think he's moped enough. I feel like Carol has, um, kind of put him in that position to make a choice, and mm-hmm. you know we didn't see the choice yet, but I think <clears throat> we will really soon. I don't think they're going to let this go on because they've got things to do, right? Yeah, and and I think. I think they're going to give him another, like, maybe half an episode or something, and mm-hmm. something's going to pull him out of it. And, and I think it's it's going to take something pulling him out of it, but I don't know what that's going to be. Um, it would be kind of funny if someone brought him a kitten, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> think he'll like be the same. Cabbie. I don't think he'll ever be the same as he was, like, maybe no. the way his personality is. But I feel like he will come out of it because he needs to take care of the, the bigger picture here, right? Um, I think... I think on a public level, he will he will become the jovial, bigger than life king again. But in private, he is going to be a very very different person. And I mm-hmm. think he's going to really start depend 
leaning more on Carol because of it. Mm-hmm. So I could see that. I could see that, but I mean, he can't stay in that stupor for long. Like seriously, there's stuff going on. Pull yourself together, dude. Mm-hmm. Pull it together. And I mean, I understand. I understand that is tough. And I mean, he did go. He was traumatized, basically. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna have to pull himself up by his bootstraps, put his big boy draws on, and get to get to business. Because save it. You yeah. know what is that? What's that phrase? Save your tears for your pillow. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, like, I mean, I think that I think part of the reason this has hit him so much harder than even say Carol is Carol throughout this entire thing has lost people, sometimes entire groups of people where she has ended up completely and utterly alone, yeah. you know, either because they've all died or she's been exiled. Um, King Ezekiel on the other hand has slowly been building up this group of people and his main priority has always been to keep them safe. And while they have lost one or two, he has never experienced that level of death you know desolation as he did when he lost almost all of his people in one shot well of course and that's why he was even so scared to even jump into the fight because he wasn't he'd never done anything like that his group had never done anything like that so Mm -hmm. and i think he's he's probably also kind of kicking himself because you know they were in a war situation and there they were just strolling along in an empty field you know walking up to you know a you know, an, an outpost thinking they were safe and they, and the thing of it, they never should have done that until they had secured that facility. They never should have done that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think he's kind of, and I, so there is probably some guilt there because I think he realizes they should not have done that being out in the open. They were just casually walking along. They were joking along, you know, the feeling powerful because they had won so often. Um, I can't, yeah. And I kind of, I do kind of wish that they had lost a person or two along the way prior to this. Not because I wanted anyone dead, but because it would have made all of them more cautious. But they were all, and it wasn't just him, they were all feeling it. Even, you could see Carol even going, all right. Yeah. You know, things are going good. (laughs) So, yeah. But, you know, know, you better better believe he'll never make that mistake again, ever. Ever. You know, yeah. And so, yeah, he's, he will, I, I'm sure he will pull himself out and I, and I don't think it will be too much longer. We've only got what, two or three episodes left. How many do we have left? Two, three? Two or three. I'm not sure. I think I've lost count. I'm not sure. Well, two or three. So, yeah. So we don't, don't have that many left to go. So, um, you know, we're going to, you know, and it is moving along pretty quickly. So I, I think by next episode, King Ezekiel, while he will not be recovered, I think he will be recovered enough that he can put on a show you know fake it till you make it baby that's yeah all you gotta do yeah for sure and i mean i understand that this wasn't the most uh, um exciting of episodes but i feel like it was necessary and mm-hmm. it kind I of enjoyed it though yeah i did too but i say that because i had seen some comments where people were kind of not happy with the the pacing and they complained about it being slow and not exciting but i'm like we knew at the beginning of this season we would have several episodes of all out war so we knew we mm-hmm. were going to get lots and lots and lots of things going on war wise and then it would be a lull like we knew this but people are complaining mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like i don't understand um it was necessary and i feel like Every, you know, we there, have to see the character development. 
Right. There has to be, on occasion, there has to be dialogue, not just bullets. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, bullets of blood are, are okay, but you can't, and, and honestly, if that's all the season was, there was no real dialogue, there was no development, there was, you know, no new characters coming in, like Saeed, that was a really, I liked that, I liked that scene, I loved that moment between him and Carl, and, you know, if we didn't have any of that, if it was all just shoot him up, blow him up, I, I probably have waning interest by the end of the se- this season i mean i was already getting kind of tired of it i'm like um mm-hmm. you know now don't get me wrong those episodes were exciting but i mean i when it was over i was glad that it was over because i'm mm-hmm. sure we're gonna have exactly. one more big blowout probably before you know the end of this first half of the season something oh, yeah. major is gonna happen but i mean i kind of was just annoyed a little bit by the amount of people that were kind of coming down on the episode i'm like i really didn't understand i didn't grasp the reasoning as to why they disliked it so much um because yeah, i enjoyed it i mean again i mean it wasn't it wasn't super fast paced it wasn't like you know titillating and it, and it was definitely not bloody um it had its moments but you know the fact is is this was a this was a regrouping episode you know where all the characters are regrouping they're they're staging up for you know the next big event and you know they're they're getting themselves in that that place that they need to be and in in we needed that uh, as on, on on the show we needed these characters to kind of have their moments and to have you know their conversations and their reflections even yeah so i mean and outside of even you know character development these episodes push the plot along i mean you can't mm-hmm. just be fighting all the time There's, exactly you can't so it's like okay chill everyone just chill just chill yeah. <laughs> maybe oh. people want more negan that's what it maybe that's what it is they're not seeing enough of him on the screen i don't know maybe i don't know Do you know i i did find this really kind of sweet the little the boy that's been playing off of carol here lately that is the twin brother of Sophia in real life. Oh, really? Yes, that is Sophia's twin brother. Huh. Go figure. So, yeah. Yeah. And and he does kind of have that same look and because and, they were asking, because she was on the uh, Talking Dead last night and they asked her if that was part of the reason that Carol as a character might be kind of close to this kid is because of his resemblance. And she's like, oh, maybe. You know, she's kind of... <laughs> hummed about it but yeah they were talking about it and that's his that's his sister yeah that's cool i didn't realize i must have not been paying attention during that part (laughs) like i don't know maybe i don't know but cool let's do you want to rate the episode before we sign off for the night um i'm gonna give it a four uh because i did enjoy it um again it wasn't like heart racing and it it there is no true, you know, like profound revelations or anything. But it was a good, solid episode, and I enjoyed it. And um, and I think the show could do with at least one more of these before the end of end of the, you know, uh, before we hit the mid season mark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, since we were doing halves at the beginning, I guess we can continue with the halves. I give it a three and a half. Um, I agree with you. Uh, it was a necessary episode. It needed to happen. Mm-hmm. It was important to the story overall. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, the most exciting episode either, but it wasn't boring. Oh, the most no, boring no. either. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. just different, right? Diff- it was just a change yeah. of pace. Um, so yeah, I mean, some little things that, you know, to nitpick it, you know, I didn't really get some of the things, 
but you know it is what it is i'm sure they'll explain it further as we get along in the season so it's going to come around again well they won't tell us the plan so we can't make assessments on if he's rick being stupid or not and right other things you know because we don't know what the plan they don't even give us bits of it they give us nothing and that's kind of like one of my problems it's like at least Okay, we at least got a round table of the bad guys. Can't we get a round table of the good pot guys? Can't we get a glimpse of what's supposed to happen? Like something? Yeah. You know, just maybe, you know, we don't, they don't have to give us like the whole plan. You know, they could give us like a little flashback thing where they're all sitting around going, okay, you know, as long as this happens, then we'll do this. I don't know. Something, you know, to give us some kind of a clue. But yeah, they're, they're not giving us anything. Yeah. So that that is a little frustrating, and I, I I mean, and I have that frustration. But I I did, but at least with this episode, you know, we did get, you know, maybe not so much information, but we got some insight on what's going on and and where everyone's kind of standing at this point, and you can you can see the sort of shifting alliances that are going on even within the group. So you know, that's it's good. You know, it's good that we at least have that. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a little mini uprising against Rick. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be but you know we'll see how it all shakes out uh but yeah we'll be here next week because we're still watching we're still enjoying it and hopefully you are too so is there anything else you think you want to chime in on before we wrap things up no i think we pretty much hit it awesome all right everyone thank you so much for listening live today i know there are a few of you out there we appreciate you and thank you for streaming and downloading after the fact we hope you enjoyed this conversation and we'll be here with us next monday so until then happy viewing guys bye-bye if you enjoyed today's the walking dead special live episode and you would like to show your support there are a few things you can do head on over to apple Podcasts and leave a positive five-star review You can follow both myself and Lisa on Twitter. Please follow the Shelf Edition podcast on Spreaker, the only place where you can listen live and get broadcast notifications so that you never miss a live episode. Most importantly, you can share this podcast with friends and family that enjoy The Walking Dead. Thank you for listening, and until next time, happy viewing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.